Future Bulldogs, I'm Sarah. And I'm Savannah. We're both admission counselors at the University of North Carolina, Asheville. We're putting together a podcast in order to help you learn more about, connect with, and apply to one of the top liberal arts and sciences universities in the country. This is AVL Bound, the UNC Asheville Admission Podcast. We're back. Can you believe it? Welcome to We're another here. episode. Yeah, this time. Um, yeah, welcome to another episode of AVL Bound with Sarah and Savannah. We are highlighting a couple of UNC Asheville's own original minds today. So we will let you guys hear from them that are listening to us talk. So we have with us Flo Jacques and Blake Hudson. I'm going to stop talking about them and let them introduce themselves. Okay. Hey, my name is Flo. I am a sociology major with a social studies teaching licensure. This is my final semester at UNC Asheville, so that's kind of scary, but I'm excited. Hey guys, my name is Blake Hudson, and I'm a Spanish and ecology double major, and I'm a junior here at UNCA right now. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We are super excited to have you and have a chance to hear from you. So you told us your names and what you're studying um, and kind of where you are in your UNC Asheville journey. But to start us off, will you tell us a little bit about like go back to your senior year and talk a little bit about what you were looking for in a school and kind of what drew you to UNC Asheville? You can go first, Blake. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So uh, when I first what kind of first connected me with UNCA, I'm from um, around the Asheville area in Waynesville, North Carolina, but I actually hadn't even heard about UNCA until I was um, a junior in high school, and UNCA hosts our regional science Olympiad, and so that kind of uh, connected me because that was something that I was involved with in high school, and um, I was kind of like applying to a lot of different schools last minute, my senior year of high school and UNCA was one of them. And once I got towards the end of the year, I was like um, thinking, reconsidering my options and maybe that I did want to go somewhere a little bit smaller, a little bit closer to home. Um, And that was kind of what led me to choose UNCA. What high school did you go to, Blake? I went to Tuscola High School in Haywood County. Cool. Shout out. What about you, Flo? Um, I think one of the Two main things that brought me to UNC Asheville, the first one is the small classes. I knew that I would, I needed to thrive um, with more options or opportunities with my professor, you know, and not really compete with 150 other students. Um, And the second that I, the second thing that drew me here is the um, sort of like modern look UNC Asheville has. You know, like, I think, I I don't know, it's probably just personal preference, but, you know, like, I go to UNC, and the bathrooms are, like, how many years old, and that was, like, a turnoff for me, Um, but I just love the modern, updated feel that UNC actually has. Tell the people where you're from, Flo. Oh, that's a Like, tell us who, tell us who, who, like, take us back to 17-year-old Flo. Who was she? Where is oh, she living? Seven, what is she doing? Okay, 17-year-old okay. Flo was juggling a lot. I live in Durham, North Carolina, and I was the president of the French Honor Society at Riverside High School. I was the manager of a Chick-fil-A Leader Academy, which is a really cool organization because we were, like, like doing things for, like, our community, you know, with, like, packaging 
food for our homeless and, you know, things like that. I was doing stuff like treasurer of our student government association and things like that. So I can't even remember because I've done so much more since I've gone into college. But that was, that's a little bit about who 17-year-old school is. Cool. Thank you. So since you've both given us a little info about what drew you to UNC Asheville, um, now that you've been here for a couple of years, can you tell us what your favorite thing about UNC Asheville is now? For me, I think kind of like what Flo was saying just a minute ago, something that's really made my time at UNCA worthwhile was the professors that I've met so far and just being able to have a lot of connections. Even early on when I was a freshman and everything, I got to be involved with undergrad research opportunities as early as my freshman year. And that was something that kind of really enriched my academic experience so far since I've been here. And um, I've just like really been impressed by the faculty that I've been able to have as mentors so far. That's very cool. What about you? What did you do your research on really quickly? Sorry, Flo. So I've done a couple projects. My first one that I did um, freshman year was for Dr. Britt Lundgren. It was an astronomy project. And then last semester while I was abroad, I did a project for Dr. Greta Troutman in the Spanish department um, about the Spanish Civil War. Okay, wait, tell us about being abroad. There's just more things um, coming up, more and more cool things. Yeah, so um, studying abroad was really awesome. That was like probably a big highlight of my time here um, since being an undergrad student. Um, I went to Sevilla, Spain, which is in the southern part in Andalusia, and I was taking classes at the University of Sevilla for um, what would have been the semester up until about March when we had to come home for the pandemic. But Mm -hmm. until I left, it was really awesome. I met a lot of really awesome people and got to really branch out, which was nice because, like I said, I'm from around Asheville and I've lived in Waynesville my whole life. So I've kind of been in Western North Carolina my whole life and it was really cool to just kind of branch out a little bit more. And you got to do undergrad research in Spain. That's really cool. Yep. Mm -hmm. That was really awesome. What about you, Flo? Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think a lot of what Blake said, I can definitely resonate with that. Some of the cool things I've gone to do here is also surrounded by research. But my favorite thing about UNC Asheville is the what seems like never ending opportunity for students, you know. Um, And again, probably because of our small campus, you know, the competition is not as, you know, survival mode. Um, (laughs) So I also got to do research at the end of my freshman year. I started working with the African Americans in Western North Carolina and Southern Appalachia Conference. And I've been working with them every summer since. And that's been a really great lucrative opportunity for me. And I've taught, I've touched a little bit about um, the education system for Black students in Asheville, historically, contemporarily. Um, and so that's been a really fun thing. I'm kind of jealous of Blake because I was supposed to go to Greece to study abroad this past summer until, again, Miss Rona came in and kind of <laughs> ruined it for all of us. <laughs> I hope I get to do study abroad in grad school, but I'm going to miss out on Greece. Or I went spiritually, I did. Yes. <laughs> Rona took a lot of things from us, but she didn't take it all. 
Okay, so you guys have talked a lot about the relationship with um, your professors that you've been able to kind of build while you're here at UNC Asheville. Is there like one story that sticks out in your mind about a professor that like is like an especial favorite? I think, I feel like I can't just minimize it to one professor. I have to basically shout out two professors. So one of my favorite experiences with one of my professors is going to the federal courthouse with my sociology of law class. And that was really fun because Professor Leanne Mangone took us there as a field trip. Yeah, and we- Well, I took, I took that class with Mangone when I was a student. Yes. She did not take and us to the courthouse, though. I am living for this story. <laughs> uh, it was definitely an opportunity of a lifetime, unless you commit a crime. And so <laughs> um, it was really fun because after we took the tour, they welcomed us into their closet full of full-size candy bars and snacks. And I tell this story every, time, every single time I give a tour, because who goes to a federal courthouse and gets like a closet full of soda and candy and chips and all of these things and I'm literally like a child at 21 years old loving this you know so I love that experience and I I mean I love Professor Mangone she is very available especially in like reviewing my papers even though I don't have her as a professor anymore she also will still review my papers so I love that connection that I was able to build with her and the outside classroom experiences that I've had. And then lastly, my second person, my second professor is Reed Chapman, who is like, I don't even know, I feel like he's literally a gem. Ever since I met him freshman year, he's just linked me to so many opportunities on campus. You know, he would recognize what I do, like my my major, my interest, and anything that comes across his desk that is within that realm, he would recommend me. And he would do that for any of his students. So I think I like that being a thing here for being a student at UNC Asheville. Great. So, okay, we've talked about in the classroom and professors and those relationships and um, what makes those special. So can you guys talk a little bit about like what you do outside of the classroom and like what things you're involved in and like what you enjoy about that, like the student life aspect of being at UNCA? You want to go first, Blake? <laughs> I need some time to think. Sure. Um, so we kind of touched on it earlier. Um, I think me and Flo both um, kind of value the smaller size of UNCA. Um, so that has been nice to kind of coming into college to adapt to and everything. But outside of classroom, I've done like the club running team, which was really cool. Um, I did that freshman year and that was a really good opportunity to just immediately get involved in something, stay healthy and meet people really early on. Um, so I really like the, the um, club athletics aspect um, that we have here um, that are a little bit less less intense than like a varsity NCAA sport and stuff and on the kind of opposite end of the spectrum I guess like we also have like the campus greenhouse solarium and I've like gotten to volunteer there a lot and um, that's just been like kind of a cool place to go and just chill out like get my hands dirty and just kind of be in a little private setting and kind of give back to nature in a way I guess. Cool. Okay, Flo, what about you? Um, outside of the classroom, during this time, I've just reflected on how much I work 
because I don't necessarily partake in many clubs on campus. Um, and there are so many cool and interesting ones. I just spend so much time working, you know, so I do a lot of things like being an RA and do being a community engagement project coordinator. But I think all of those things are things that I have built so much skill on, but I love them because I end up doing a lot of community partnership stuff. You know, like for example, in my community engagement role, I work with local K through 12 middle schoolers and they come onto campus and we show them about like the college life and um, they get to see our um, student clubs and organizations. And um, we sort of like give them a scope of what it is to go to college. So I do a lot of things within that realm. But if it helps answer this question better in terms of like leisure things outside of the classroom, I love downtown Asheville. I mean, the food is spectacular. As somebody who's lived in many places, as what when Savannah asked me earlier, where am I from? I responded, that's, that's a challenging question because I've lived in a couple of places. Asheville has the top notch, best food I've ever had in any place I've lived in. No offense to the triad area. No to South Florida or North Florida. I, Asheville just does it for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What are you craving right now? Like what's your favorite? Oh, Mayfeld. That's like Louisiana, a Creole cuisine. I can always go for the po' boy sandwich. <laughs> I'll have to try that. I haven't been there yet. What about you, Blake? Favorite restaurant in Asheville or thing to do like in the community? As far as restaurants go, I really like White Duck here in Asheville. Like that's something that's kind of my go-to anytime I'm eating out. So White Duck is White Duck Taco and they have like all kinds of different tacos that are kind of like non-traditional options too. And like, it's just a really awesome place with a lot of healthy options and a lot of just like really unique kinds of food. Yeah, that place is really good. I love their tacos. Okay, so I don't want to keep us too much longer. Uh, we lost Savannah um, due to some internet connectivity issues. Um, I guess after five o'clock, um, sometimes our internet gets tired too and wants to call it a day. So I don't want to keep you guys too much longer since we don't have her with us. But I do want to ask one question that we ask or will ask all of our guests throughout our time here to try to help guide students and provide wisdom for them kind of throughout their application processes. So again, kind of go back to like 17 year old Blake and 17 year old Flo and think about like, what is one piece of wisdom or advice that you would give yourself? And then will you share that with our listeners? Okay. Um, I've got it. I think one major piece of advice I would give is that this is sort of like very like freeing and stuff. I swear it's not the Asheville in me now. Just sort of like let the process take you where, where it does. You know, you're going to find where you want to be, where you need to be. Because at times, and I'm kind of going through this right now as a senior, you know, finding where I'm supposed to go next in my life, you know, what grad school to go to, where should I get my job and where should I settle and things like that. Um, but in high school, when you're applying through the college application process, it's kind of like, I really want to go to this school. This has to be it. But kind of like, let it take you where it does because that's sort of where you need to be and sometimes when you really really think you want it might be like oh I really want to go to the mountains but maybe the coast is calling you there's opportunities there there's something that you need to do there that is impactful in that community on that campus so that's what I would say for my 17 18 year old self uh just 
try as many things to get out of your comfort zone as much as possible coming in. Like I said, like I've lived in the same place my entire life. I've had the same friends pretty much my entire life. So coming to a completely new setting was uh, definitely an adjustment for me. But uh, I would definitely tell my incoming freshman self, you know, just talk to as many people as you can, like try and make as many connections as possible, even if it's kind of scary or anxiety inducing, because like, that's really, um, once you're on the other side of that, that's really what makes things worth it is just kind of taking that jump and seeing where you land. Yeah, that's great advice. I Even in like a COVID world, I feel like that same logic still applies. Like you can't hug people the way that you could and like be, you know, in the same dorm room, but like still reaching out and finding creative ways to do that, I think be the only way that I would, you know, make that even more relevant for the current students that are applying. All right, I'm going to try to let Savannah in um, so that she can um, make sure we can make sure that she doesn't have any um, other questions for you guys that she wants our listeners to hear. Hey, you're back. You're back. What's happening? Oh, nothing. Um, I just asked them what their advice would be for our applicants that are going through the application process. And they had um, some great little nuggets of wisdom. But I wanted to see before we kind of let them go, if there was anything else that you felt like, um, you know, would be good information for them to give to our students that are listening and applying. Uh, We talked a little bit about campus life. Like I said, we got some advice from them. So is there anything else like that you as an alum, you know, want to make sure that we get to hear from students about you in Seattle? Yeah, I want to know what your favorite spot is on campus. Like, is there that one spot on campus that's real special to you or a view that, you know, when stuff gets stressful, you go and you look at that view or you sit in that spot and you feel a little better? For me, I think one of my favorite spots on campus or maybe it's technically right off campuses down in the botanical gardens. I, uh, especially when I was living on campus, would walk down there and kind of just chill on the rocks and on the bank of the creek and stuff, do homework down there sometimes, or just go down there to kind of walk around, clear my head or listen to music or something. And um, that was definitely, especially when I was kind of in a major stressful adjustment period coming in, um, a good place that I kind of found some peace of mind when I was a freshman especially? Um, I think I would say my favorite spots on campus are the places that have like the best views and those are going to be I would say the Founders and the Ponder Hall residence halls. If you live in those two buildings and you live on the um, highest floor so seventh floor Founders or fifth floor of Ponder you have the best view and Mount Pisgah looks so gorgeous and especially at night when like every you can see all the houses in the mountains and their lights are on it just it's like so glorious to me so I love that um those are my favorite spots cool well sorry for my internet drama I'm sure our producer Nate Corbett will do some fabulous editing magic and make all of this fit together really nicely And thank you guys so much for um, joining us and putting up with our technical glitches and letting us kind of ask you a whole bunch of questions and just giving us a chance to hear more from you, the students, about UNC Asheville and what makes it special and why students should apply. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having Mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just a 
couple housekeeping things for our listeners. Students, unca.edu slash apply. We'll give you more information about starting your application. Um, and then unca.edu slash visit will give you information about how to get connected with us via either virtual tours or campus tours. Um, and feel free to reach out to either me or Savannah via Instagram or email or a good old-fashioned phone call. If you want to um, get connected with us or hear more from some of our ambassadors um, on campus who can ask, answer questions about student life at UNC Asheville or certain programs if you're interested in. And then also you can get information about our discovery days coming up, which are September 26th and October 24th. Savannah, did I leave anything out? I think you did. Well, thanks again, guys. Bye. Um, we will see you. Yeah. Take care of yourselves. Stay well. And we'll see you soon. AVL Bound is brought to you by the UNC Asheville Office of Admission and Financial Aid. Our producer is Nate Corbett with music brought to you by the UNC Asheville Pep Band. Thank you.